Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. You know, as you um, well know, uh, thinking can really get in the way of being. And we have so many thoughts and... Is it too loud? Is it okay? That's good, okay. So many thoughts and beliefs based on what our experience has been, how we've interpreted our experience, what we've been told. And often those thoughts or those filters actually obscure reality. Part of that is just that we want to understand. And naturally the human mind and its Conditioning to survive needs to make meaning. It just does. So thinking is a meaning-making machine. So what happens when reality conflicts with what you believe? Do you even know that that's happening? I would say that whenever reality conflicts with what you believe, you're suffering. But is it it that easy to see that or to even adjust your perspective or your attitude? Not so easy. We're really just the the transformative evolutionary learning process of life forces us to discover something new. Otherwise, we naturally, humanly, stay in our patterns of comfort and what is known, what is familiar. But when you're tuning in, as you are, deeply, one of the things that hopefully, even though you may not like it, starts to happen is that you become disoriented, maybe even confused, maybe even lost. And that's something that doesn't feel comfortable, doesn't feel familiar. So we, in our conditioning to be comfortable, either push it away, deny it, try to fix it, figure it out, get rid of it. So when you hear something potentially new, that doesn't fit in with how you perceive 
how it's supposed to be or how it's going to be, often those thoughts just don't even get allowed. So how do we make discoveries? How do we actually learn? If we're not willing to be uncomfortable, if, not, if we're not willing to be disoriented, if, if we're not willing to be confused and not really know, what is it that, what is this? What's happening right now? But when you start to become more open and receptive, in other words, not grasping for what you want, not pushing away what you don't want, not trying to figure out what you don't understand, but actually just available. And that's what meditation practice is all about, is learning to become available, basically. Because the healing and the transformation and the liberation that will naturally occur happens all by itself. Contrary to our egos, conditioning, thinking, oh no, I'm responsible, I'm going to get healed, I'm going to get awakened, I'm going to get enlightened. That's why all the questions, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? Am I on the right path? Is this the right, th blah, 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 all those questions all come from the separate survival function called ego or whatever you want to call it. But when you really start to become available, what begins to emerge more and more is this essential, alive, vibrant clarity of presence that we are. And it feels good. It feels like a relief. It feels refreshing. It can feel blissful and joyful and loving and ecstatic. And we want more, usually. So then we get on our path. I'm going to get enlightened, right? So I have some good news. We could use some good news, don't you think? <laughs> I think we're all in the tr traumatic, post-traumatic stress of bad news. <laughs> Relentless bad news. So it takes even more effort to be available. It takes even more effort to be conscious. It takes even more effort to be intimate with reality because reality can be pretty difficult to accept on a big scale on a relative scale it's in a lot of ways reality is impossible to accept but as you open into your deeper beingness that is the realm of acceptance that has no opinion actually that is really more a kind of trusting 
integrated connection to the life force itself, which is, from our human perspective, completely unknowable and completely a mystery. And there's no thought that even says that. It's just this open aliveness. And you know that place. We were just on, uh, some of us were on retreat down in, um, over in uh, Hawaii on the island of Molokai. <clears throat> and um, in the middle of the week, we have a uh, day off, part, part of a day off, and we, we have a movie night. And uh, this year, I brought one of my favorite films of all time, which was made in 1980, and it was way ahead of its time in 1980, and remarkably, it is still ahead of its time. And if you've never seen it or have seen it before, I recommend seeing it or seeing it again. And it's called Resurrection with Ellen Burstein and Sam Shepard and Richard Farnsworth. And it's based loosely on the life of a healer named, um, thank you, Rosalind Bruyere, who I think is still alive and has been studied and authenticated as a pretty extraordinary healer. And Ellen Burstein actually studied with her, and um, they've become lifelong friends. And the movie doesn't feel like acting. It's a, it, The storyline is of someone who has a near-fatal car accident and is uh, crippled as a result of the accident, and but also comes out of this, this near-death experience she has with extraordinary healing ability. And it's an, an, a phenomenal film, powerful film. And it is so absolutely appropriate for the path we are on. Because when you're truly tuning in and really finally telling yourself the truth or being honest with how it is right now rather than how you want it to be, you start to learn. You start to be transformed. In fact, you begin to learn what I would call self-healing. And so much of training, so much of practice and training is really self-healing practice. What does it mean to be healed? Well, there's a lot of opinions about what that means, but I would say that you're healed when you're truly open, when you naturally are giving and receiving unconditional love whether you're healthy or not, whether your disease or illness goes away, it may. But the truth is you're healed because you're connected. You're a part of the, you are aligned with the ecosystem of life itself. And so by being present, by being available to what's happening in your experience, healing, you begin to step out of the way of being the one in control. And the natural healing starts to happen. And this is, this is the good news now. The side effect of self-healing is awakening and enlightenment. 
the problem that so many people have on the path is they've turned awakening and enlightenment into the goal to achieve. And actually, that's a distraction. To put those out there as goals are distractions because there's no such thing called enlightenment and awakening as a goal because those words actually are attempts to describe the indescribable qualities of our true nature, which is already what we are. And that which we are is the healing life force itself, which we are for the most part, because we're caught in our minds and our thoughts and our beliefs, completely unconscious of. So practice or awareness is really fundamentally the way to becoming more and more conscious, actually, more and more sensitive. And as they say, more will be revealed, and that is for sure true. So if you simply are willing to be present, then maybe your goals will be just to be able to be available rather than to get to some summit called samadhi, the samadhi summit, which for those of us who've experienced is very nice, wonderful, you know, very pleasurable. And that's nice when that's here. Lovely. You can enjoy it. But reality is right now. Not tomorrow. Not when you get there. Because you're never going to get there. Why? Because this is it. You're here. Are you available right now? And for that and those aspects of yourself that aren't, that's where you bring attention. And that practice is healing practice. To bring attention to what you don't normally want to feel, what you normally push away, what you're unconscious of. And that naturally opens the door to more consciousness. That's what healing is. And eventually, there's this experience called awakening, which is just a natural unfoldment of what I'm talking about completely natural. It's a side effect. Get it? And when you understand that, you'll, 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 a huge burden of having to achieve the unachievable will be lifted off your shoulders. Finally, thank God. <laughs> and you can just be available for right now. And life becomes more alive, relationships become more fulfilling, work becomes more inspiring, and life transforms right in front of you without you doing anything except becoming more and more available. Not complicated. The truth is your nature itself. And we say, well, I really want to get out to the beach today because I really want to get into nature. You are nature. <laughs> when are you going to get into you? <laughs> and I don't mean self-centered you. 
So, is it is it easy? No, it's hard. It's hard to be available. It's hard to be open to what isn't what you want. So, but we learn after a while that it works. And less and less the habits of comfort and security, which keep you separate and disconnected, are appreciated and understood for what they are, but they're not controlling you anymore. They're not keeping you locked in the prison of your separation anymore. Because we're not happy as human beings unless we're truly giving and receiving unconditional love. It's our human nature to have that. I'm not, when we're in survival mode, it isn't. That's understandable. But unfortunately, we can get stuck in nonstop survival mode, especially today with the way things are. And I meet a lot of people who've been very, very good, very successful, quote unquote, at surviving. And they're often very, very unhappy. Well, God, but they achieved everything they were told was going to make them happy. Comfort and security. I mean, you can't argue with that. How come they're not happy? How come you're not happy? That's the question to ask. And what's going? What, what seeds do you need to plant and sow for your true happiness? Because what else is the point? What's the point of, you know, the daily grind, as it were, if you're not enjoying your life, regardless of what your circumstances are. Let's face it, our circumstances are not really in our control. We do the best we can, and then reality shows up. And that can be a wide, huge spectrum. Everything from the most, let's just say, profound luck to the most difficult circumstances. So are you only going to be happy if you've, you know, got all your toys? Are you only going to be happy if you win the race and get on top? Or are you going to be a sociopathic madman running the country? Sorry, I can't help but tell the truth, and you know it. So that's the result of getting everything you want. Pretty dangerous, pretty disturbing, pretty harmful, pretty unconscious, pretty disconnected. So be careful what you want and how you're going for it. That's what we have to learn is that we're not separate. It's not just, you know, I'm going to get my toys and you can go do what you do. No, 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 no. We are an ecosystem. The human race is an ecosystem. Not just the environment. We are also a part of that ecosystem. And your practice is not just for you. It may seem like that at the beginning, but eventually you realize, wait a minute. This is much more, this life is much more amazing than we realize. Or maybe you've had been blessed with a near-death experience or something where you realize, 
this reality here is not the whole story. Or maybe you've done a journey like a lot of people are doing today on ayahuasca or psilocybin or something like that, and you realize, whoa, wait a minute. There's more to reality than what I used to think of as reality. So maybe you've had your mind blown or, you know, um, how did Aldous Huxley put it? Uh, I had a great line, I can't remember what it was. The doors to perception were opened or something like that. But that's what happens and they keep getting more opened. This journey, that's why if you have this idea of a goal, you'll never realize the truth. You'll never really truly be happy. You'll never truly be at ease. But when you start to taste that nectar, then you've finally arrived here. You've finally arrived home in your true being. And then life continually unfolds for however long it will. And it has meaning and purpose just in being alive. There's no thought about that. It's just a quality of being. And then your actions make a difference. They really do. And they're, and they're important. And you're important. Not from some ego, you know, getting attention, fame, ridiculousness. But there's really a natural sense of interconnectedness that you just profoundly know. And that's awakened. That's freedom. It's just a natural side effect of paying attention to what's reality. That's all. All you have to know is to learn to be available. Whether you follow your breath or you do mindfulness or stand on your head or whatever, it doesn't matter. There's no way. There's no particular way. There's every way. And you're finding your way every moment. Believe it or not, even if you don't know that. Even if you're trying to make sense of what I'm saying, which I'm sorry if you are. <laughs> That's just struggle. What is he talking about? <laughs> but if you're listening on a deep level, the words don't even matter. Because there's a presence here right now. Even if you're listening to this recording, there's a presence even in the recording. How amazing is that? If you're really listening at a deep level, you will feel that connection. And it will mirror the truth of your being. Because we aren't separate. We're exactly, we're not even the same. We are one. And that's how this really works. And to the degree that you align and move with that, you begin to cultivate happiness and fulfillment and inspiration. And you'll become more and more alive, no matter how old you get, no matter what conditions you have to go through. 
and all of us. Some of us are lucky with what we get, and some of us are not very lucky. So it doesn't matter. I don't expect you to believe me. I don't want you to believe me. I don't even care if you believe me. Because I know you have to do your own job. You have to find your way. No one can do it for you. You can't follow someone else. You can only begin to become available to what's showing you the way. Every moment. We're, it's built in. It's, it's how nature works. We are an evolutionary force called life. We look around and go, oh yeah, evolution. Yeah, okay. But we are that. And when you align with it, healing and transformation happen. We were, you know, at this retreat center where we go, it'd be a wonderful place. They have a reforestation project there where, you know, a lot of Molokai was denuded by deer way back when they had hunters there and they brought in deer and they were they ate up all the vegetation. And so this property, which is a hundred acres, is fenced in and they've been reforesting it with the with the indigenous growth of Hawaii of that island. <clears throat> and uh, it's wonderful and they grow all their incredible organic vegetables and um, and incredible avocados and papaya and everything else that are sumptuous. And they now are raising butterflies. And we got to be a part of that, which was incredible. And they were, you know, you see the caterpillars crawling around on the milkweed. And then there was other ones that had formed into chrysalises, which look like, like glistening jade jewels. Unbelievable. And then a number of us had the great pleasure of being able to sort of see the butterflies come out of the chrysalises. And even and then eventually when they were ready to take off to put them to have them crawl into our hands and release them. And I was I went over there at one point and said, yeah, I hadn't seen any and I went over and got to see two of them and I filmed them with my camera with my phone. And it was like this is us. This is us. This metamorphosis is nature's way. It's not like the caterpillar had to, you know, learned how to do it, you know, learned all the right teaching, so now it could become a butterfly. It just, when it's ready, it just, well, it just pops out of that thing. And you have to be really paying attention because it happen, can happen pretty quick. And the little... Trans, you know, almost transparent little shell is left over hanging there and it kind of grabs onto it and holds onto it for a while while it's filling up its wings with fluid getting ready to take off it's all built in Awakening is just a nice surprise when it happens. And enjoy it. 
So let's sit a few minutes and then we'll open up the dialogue or questioning. So when I say sit a few minutes, that's really code for bring yourself back if you've gone off somewhere, if you've traveled into some mental world or some emotional state or some physical symptoms. Bring your attention back gently. Maybe being aware of your breath will help you. Maybe having a little guiding voice inside to remind you to come back will be helpful. You find out what works for you. Try it out. Experiment. Try other things. Be creative. Relax. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do really is to learn how to be without doing anything, without figuring anything out, without fixing anything, without getting rid of anything, without healing anything, without getting enlightened. Just be here. That's all. Relax. Let it happen however it's happening. Okay, so if you have a question or would like to come up and sit together. My mind wants to say, wants to confess that I'm an um, unhappy sociopath. And, um, but I feel like I'm ready to, you know, then there's another part that wants, it's ready to, you know, I just follow you right up to the edge where I feel like I could almost pop. And, um, yeah, and pop, yeah, so I guess. You can only go as far as you can go any moment. Right. And when, it, when it's ready, it will go further, not right. when we think it's ready. Right. Even though we may feel... Preg very pregnant. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You yeah. can feel like, oh, wow, it's almost, you know. Mm -hmm. You can feel like that for a long time. Yeah. But do we know when we're going to pop? Mm -mm. That's right. At some point you give up mm. trying to, all those thoughts about that and just say, you know, you, you have to surrender at some point. Yeah, that's the edge. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so you notice the one who doesn't surrender. Yes. That's where you want to put your attention. Okay, yeah. Because surrendering is very natural. There's no one who can surrender. We say that and it sounds like instruction. Mm -hmm. But it's more a description <laughs> of a natural release, like the butterfly coming out of the chrysalis that just happens. It's not mm -hmm. like it decides it's going to come out now. It just mm. pops out. 
Hmm. Right. And it crawls and that's and it goes to its next thing. Mm-hmm. It's probably not thinking, wow, I never thought this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a butterfly now. Mm-hmm. Is it focused on its past when it was crawling around eating milkweed? Mm-hmm. With lots of legs mm-hmm. and a very different body? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> awakening, real awakening has no self consciousness in it. That would be so nice. There, yeah, any it, this thing of waving the flag, I'm away. That's bullshit. What, what about waving the flag? Declaring it. That's ego. Oh, that's oh, ego. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is no declaring it. No. Uh-uh. Because we don't know anything on that level. There's no one who knows anything. There's no one there. It's just aliveness. It's not a. It's not a, a position. Any any definition mm-hmm. is an identity itself. Right. We go beyond all beliefs, teachings, and identity. That's life. Life does not have an identity. See? You're available, but what isn't available, see? So you can mm-hmm. note, people are focusing on the presence, but then, okay, great. So you, that's, that's good. That's a good beginning. So then bring that light, bring that light to where you're not available right now. That's practice. And that's what facilitates healing. And healing deepens awakening. Awakening's ongoing. It's, it's, not a, it's never done. It just gets more amazing. Hmm. Truly. Sounds good. <laughs> what's what's happening to you? Okay. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Mm-hmm. Relax. Just yeah. bring attention to where you're, where, where, what, and what's in the way is not our is not our fault. It's an unconscious program. It's an unconscious habit. It's a it's it's a knee jerk. Yes. And we go, wow, oh man, still getting that reaction. So what? Of course, you're a human being. You think you're not going to be reactive? Of course you are. Human beings are reactive. It's part of being a human being. It's what allows you to survive, actually. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem. People think it's a problem. It is not. Mm-mm. That's a misunderstanding, and it's a, and it's a very narrow perspective, narrow attitude. No, no, no. When you're in presence, then the human condition unfolds however it unfolds. In fact, if anything, you have more compassion now, more acceptance, more allowing of what you never could even be conscious of. That's the difference. Hmm. But a lot of people have some experience and they think they're done. And then their dark side gets buried and then eventually it becomes dangerous because the person has power. That's the problem with developing the attitude of goal-oriented spirituality. You end up having power and then you're dangerous. And there's so many horrible bad examples of this that are happening today still. Horrible misuse of power. Mm-mm. And I'm guilty of that. You are? Sure. Okay. Well, repent. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs>
I mean, I do it in my own little ways. Yeah, you know, but it's okay. Yeah. But does it feel good? Yeah. Or are you aware of how it's not authentic? It's not uh, integrated. You see, if you're truly practicing, you're focusing on your ecosystem. Are you going to throw garbage into your water source? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, no. no. You're gonna you're going to recycle it. You're going to transform it so it's so it's repurified. Then you can drink the water. But that's what we're doing all the time. We're polluting ourselves. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is if you understand yeah. this, it becomes oh wow, this is much more understandable now. This is this this whole infinite reality called life is an ecosystem. It is infinitely unknowable. So practice is really learning how to recycle, learning how to transmute, learning how to facilitate what I would call transmutation, which is the evolutionary force of life. It's what keeps life happening. So how do you feel? Uh, I don't know what my, my question is. How do you feel that? That you, what you just explained. What do you mean you don't know what your question is? I mean, I'm not sure how to ask it. Okay, well, let's just sit together. Okay. In fact, let's just do that and not get into the mental. Okay, yeah. You like that mental. I do. <laughs> do that's the part of the pollution. That's my contribution, my negative contribution. So you, okay, so you're judging yourself now. Okay. How does that Pollution. feel? <laughs> how does that feel? Notice how that feels. I'm not judging you for that. Mm-hmm. I'm, how does it feel? Go close your eyes. Tune in. Notice how that feels to do that. It feels familiar and it doesn't feel good. So be aware of where it doesn't feel good. Just notice it. That's it. Oh. See, that's, that's, your, that's your heart that is shut down to all that judgment. You see, and that's where the tension wants to really go. So let's just sit here together with your eyes closed and relax. Don't do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's just tune in here together, okay? Yeah, I'm I'm tuning in with you. It's almost like instant screen sharing. I don't want to try to explain it. It's, Mm. but that's what's going to happen here, okay? You okay with screen sharing? Sounds great. Okay, good. So just relax. You don't have to do anything. I'll give you some feedback in a while. So don't fix what you're feeling. Don't think about it. Just let those feelings circulate, the pain in your heart. Just let that open or whatever it's doing. Just give it space with attention. Don't do anything to it. Don't... Don't label it. Don't make conclusions about it. Don't compare it. Just that's it. Give yourself space. That's what awareness allows. Good. That's really good. See, now your heart is opening more naturally. That's exactly it. So it's how you pay attention, Jan, that makes a difference. And this is it, right here. This is it. You've already got everything you need. You have everything you need. 
yeah. for this. That's right. Now that's different. Now you're connected. You feel a difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. Thank you for coming up. <laughs> yeah, April, come on up. Let's just sit for a minute before we start, just so that we can tune back in and drop back in and let that happen. So that's really the priority here, is not the talking and the words, but really becoming available, okay? Hi, John. Hi. I really just wanted to sit with you. Sure, good, let's just do that. You can leave the mic there. So yeah, let your eyes close, good. Close your eyes. I think it's better. I find that for most people, cutting out the visual distraction is helpful because usually when we're, when we open our eyes and we look at someone else, often there's a thin veil of protection that comes up. And it's better to have you just tune into your own sort of so-called internal experience right now. Yeah, you can feel the difference? Yeah, good. Eventually you can have them open and it's not in the way. I've been feeling a lot of spaciousness since we last worked together in November. I had a huge opening. Mm. And it was the first time that it stayed for a really long time. Move the mic like this a little bit. No, no, just just this thing. See this? That's it. Perfect. Right in front of your mic. That's it. Go ahead. So I had a really long experience of that after we were together in November. A couple months. Nice, that's really nice. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. Hmm. And even now, it's still. I can tell. Really oh, it hasn't gone back. You have to understand that. You may think I'm it's not going backwards. <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing. You can't. <laughs> nothing goes backwards. It can feel like it because we can re-identify to some degree in the condition, right. but the openings that happen don't. They don't revert. Right. They can the, the personal experience of one's state of mind feels like that's what's happening, okay. but that is not possible, and it is not what's happening. It's just forcing us to grow more, which of course we don't like to do because it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. So that's what's ha- so it was first. It, it feels was... like you hit a wall or you're stuck, that kind right. of thing. Oh yeah, no, that just means the next obstacle is ready to be faced. I feel that, and you can go. Exactly. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay to do expletives as needed that on is the path. Exactly. Where I, I hate am this right shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. It's well. It's very important to tell the truth because when most people are on the on the path for a while, if they're really honest, they hate it and they're tired of it, and it's a fucking drag. And it just feels Effing like, oh, drag. this this is my reward? Oh, yeah, really. cool. Like, yeah, I did really. all this work, and then <laughs> yeah, my reward really. is, here's some yeah. more. <laughs> well, it's okay to check out a little bit when needed. You know what I mean. I guess that's what I've been working with, and yeah. one of the reasons why I wanted to sit with you. I sure, was with you good. in November, and then I got to be with Aja in February, uh-huh. and I felt that spaciousness that had been head and heart go down. Good. Which was really cool also, and stayed for a while. Uh-huh. And you're much, you're more integrated than I have been with you in a, maybe ever. Yeah. And it's really, it was so great to have you come up and we didn't say anything. It was like, wow, okay. Because I didn't remember what had happened. Right. 
So, but it's pretty, it hasn't, it hasn't reverted at all. Maybe there's some judgment on my part about being able to integrate that into daily life. Would maybe, I? Maybe. <laughs> 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 Just notice it. You see, that's what's important. That's where honesty, real honesty, takes a step back. Because otherwise, guess what? You're going to be focused on this goal called, I need to integrate this. Right. And guess what? That's not your job. No. You're a scientist. Yeah. You understand nature, but bring it to you. See, you're the you're the laboratory, you're the experiment that's already happening. You're just observing how we participate. It's like when I was working with Jan, when she slightly shifted her perspective, it completely changed and opened and affected the whole space here. Everybody got filled with that heart space. That's the beauty of it. So nothing needs to be figured out here. Integration happens by itself. If you feel unintegrated, then bring awareness to whatever you're calling not integrated. Mm. Or the judgment, bring awareness to the judgment that says I need to integrate this. Are you kidding? I know it's doing it. You know it's what? I know it's doing it. That was one of the gifts of being well, not then, being in well, then, for a then long that's time. where we begin to understand what I would call trust. The, the the deep knowing that knows it's doing it. That's where you want to reside, mm-hmm. in that space, in that spaciousness. Okay, even if there's disconnection or whatever, un- something feeling out of whack or out of balance. That's okay. That's just what is in this moment, perceived in that way. We're already connected. We just may not be awake there. That's all. And we are forced, and this is the beautiful part of being a human being, because people understand, well, why am I a human being? Why am I on this planet? You know, I mean, many people want to know, why am I here? Mm -hmm. I think I... Reincarnated, reincarnated to the wrong planet. <laughs> I got my coordinates wrong. <laughs> How did we end up in this place? Um, <laughs> see? Yeah, it's more common than you think. People just don't tell the truth. Because, you know, you got to fit in, you got to belong, you got to be accepted, you got to make a living, you got you to survive, pay the bills. It's like, geez, you know, uh, right? Okay, back. Got to raise your kid. Mm. Okay. Well, there's something going on there. Okay. So. So notice the force of will right now that you have. Because you have a strong will. Nothing wrong with that. As long as you can see it and perceive it. But if it's in the foreground, it's in the way. Hmm. That's all. There's a very big difference between will and intention. 
Intention is a visionary, spacious, unaggressive, uh, absent, absent any aggression. But will is all about aggression. It just is. It's a pushing force. That's mm-hmm. what I mean, aggression. It pushes mm-hmm. or it pulls. It, man- it manipulates. It controls. It dominates. It retreats. <clears throat> That's human will, right? That's fine. It's part of survival. But this is an opportunity right now. Let your eyes close. To let go of the one who's doing it. Let go of the one who's responsible for making it happen. That's it. We don't want to bring survival mode. We don't want to let survival mode take the driver's seat on our path. Survival mode has a place, and that's that. But right now, when we're learning to allow healing and thereby transformation, this is a place where we begin to bring attention to the doing, to the trying, to the pushing, to the figuring out all those controls that actually are in the way. So notice, I can feel it, and I'm not going to say where it is, but be aware of where there's that resistance. Yeah, yeah, just just be aware of it, that's all, without any conclusions, judgments, assessment. There you go. Oh, that's what needed to happen. Permission to not know. We need permission to not understand. Because our need to understand is a control of reality. It gets in the way. And it can get in the way for lifetimes. Much better. Thank you, Jim. Guess what happened? Integration. Ah. <laughs> All by itself. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That was a real pleasure. Hmm. Let's sit again for a few minutes. Before we have the next person, if there is another person, I just want to say a few things based on the last couple of interactions, which I think is helpful to notice, is that it's how we bring attention to what's present, free of what we think about it, what our conclusions are about it, that allows the space to open up. And it is truly what is meant as non-doing. And as you begin to truly, deeply, in your own discovery, understand what I mean by that, that will take you all the way and further. So it's beautiful to see it happening here. This is like a live laboratory. And uh, that's what I love about these gatherings is that we really learn through each other how it works because we aren't separate when we're working on this level at all. No separation at all. It's extraordinary. 
even people who were deeply tuned in were telling me that they were deeply affected by the Molokai retreat, even though they were here, you know, on the mainland, so to speak. Even when I work with people around the world, it's the energies right there. How's, who can explain that? Nobody. But that's what this is. That's, and we're just, we're, we haven't even begun to discover how extraordinary what we're discovering here is. We might have this idea, oh, enlightenment, that's the beginning. Awakening is the beginning of finding out what we can do with how we can truly live a life that may actually be in harmony with each other and the planet if we manage to somehow survive as a species. But that's, that's, prob that's possible, and I see it with the younger generation, that there's, when I see this, what, what's showing up in the younger generation, it's like, wow, it, it's, there is hope. There is hope. I know there's a lot of darkness and there's a lot of, you know what, but I think our species, surprisingly, is, believe it or not, evolving. But it's... <laughs> the jury's out on that one. Okay. So, you know, we're... Probably have time for one more if somebody wants to come up. Yeah, come up. I'm Gail. Hi, Gail. I got a taste of that. Um, it feels like I just got a taste of what you were talking about just in the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. Nice. And um, my husband's out of the country for a while, and I'm in charge of our dog. <laughs> which I'm not usually in charge of. It's an outdoor dog, and he's outside with the dog all the time. So uh, the dog got a hot spot, and... Um, Did you say got a hot spot? A hot spot on his uh, skin, like scratching oh, his oh, skin, okay. because maybe he had a tick or something. Oh, okay, all right. So he has to wear this halo oh, over his head. Right. <laughs> And um, so I'm totally in charge of the dog, and that was not my plan for oh. the time that oh. I <laughs> had by myself. Right. Um, I know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I know that feeling very well. <laughs> but, and I was miserable uh, with mm. it, mm -hmm. fighting, fighting mm. that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't want to be doing this, you know. Right. And um, something let go, mm. you know, finally. Mm. When I came up against it, it's just like, well, okay, I just have to be with what's in front of me. Mm -hmm. Just kind of let go to it. And there was a relief, mm. for sure, immediate relief. Nice, nice. And then... You know, then I saw more possibilities. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Beautiful. And it, things still come up. Sure. It's not like it's a done deal. <laughs> it's never a done deal. But that's but but when you have the perspective of how this works, that's not a problem anymore. It's just what comes up. Uh -huh. And you're either available to deal with it or not. You're either in reaction to it and shut down to it and cut off from it, or you are able to deal with it. And all is okay. It's not like, oh, I can only now be available to the dark side. No. Sometimes you have to be shut down and disconnected and out of touch with what's happening to function. Right? 
so-called in denial. That's okay, as long as it's not a permanent state. I don't know if he was laughing or coughing. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's really wonderful. Thank you. That's a really, uh, it's, it's such a perfect, wonderful story to share because it's very instructive. You know, we fight until we realize that it's futile. Something lets go. Sometimes we have to fight and really fight. You know, sometimes we have to fight the good fight. And that's important, too. Do you know? That's right. Sometimes we have to have a very determined will to get through whatever we have to get through. Nothing wrong with that. I'm having another fight. <laughs> yeah? What is it? Well, um, our dog is a, our house is a dog-free house, so the dog has never been in the house. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring the dog in the house. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because <laughs> it would make my life so much easier. Just in my room, not in my own personal room. Not mm. in the whole house, but mm-hmm. just just that I have a space that I could lay with the dog, whatever. Anyway, that's, mm. that's my new fight. Mm. So. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we, why don't, why don't, Gail, why don't we sit for a minute or so in silence together? Okay. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Just close your eyes mm-hmm. and just relax. You don't have to do anything. Thanks for coming out. Good to see you. Yeah. So let's sit now a little bit. We have a few minutes to sit together some more before we uh, complete for today. So I want to thank you all for being here today. Take wonderful care of yourself. I hope to see you soon. And lots of love. Happy trails. Thank you.